Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Hey guys, it's Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Wherever you're getting the show, iTunes, Android, Stitcher, aboutlastnightpodcast.com. We appreciate all the love and support, man. So many emails and tweets in the last few weeks about um, just old episodes, people catching up on some Dana Carvey, some uh, some Brent Morin, the Max Winkler episode we dropped on Monday has been getting some great love. Make sure to tune into that. And uh, just appreciate all the, the tweets and Instagram posts and the love for our Brad and I's new uh, promo pick for the podcast, the E.T. Photo, which is uh, just unreal. We're getting shirts and, uh, and hats made of those. Uh, so look out. Those will be available on estoymerchandise.com, E-S-T-O-Y merchandise.com in the next few weeks for you guys to pre-order. Uh, today's episode, Brad dropped his second Showtime special, Daddy Issues, on May 20th. And uh, today's episode is kind of a look back, a recap uh, of how Brad prepared for that, uh, how he's, you know, how life has been post-special, um, preparing for that special, uh, everything that, that comes with it. And, uh, and then after about 40 minutes of rehashing, we, uh, we have some bonus foot, uh, footage that we recorded during the special while Brad was in the... Uh, while Brad was in the uh, green room getting ready, and then uh, while we were shooting the sketch uh, pre-show, and then right before he went on, uh, Brad and I sat down with uh, two-time ALM guest and Brad's manager, Barry Katz, to talk uh, pre-special. So, some bonus uh, coverage uh, live from the special, and then we uh, break it down before that. And also, our social media guy, Norman, makes his first appearance with his sweet pipes, sweet Baltimore pipes. Um, so enjoy today's episode, and of course, follow the podcast on Twitter at ALN Podcast. Follow me on Twitter at Adam Ray Comedy. Follow Brad on Twitter at Funny Brad, at Brad Williams Comic on Instagram, at Adam Ray 33 on Instagram, at ALN Podcast on Instagram. Uh, tour dates, shit, man. Uh, tonight I'm at the Comedy Store at 9 p.m., and then tomorrow I leave for Tennessee. I'm doing Bonnaroo this weekend. Holy hell, in Tennessee. Doing shows with my boy Adam Devine, doing the goddamn Comedy Jam, and then hopefully seeing Pearl Jam. And making my life complete. <laughs> Brad is still in China, so uh, hopefully he's not been kidnapped or put into some sort of sushi roll. But uh, he's having fun. He'll come back with a lot of stories, no doubt. I've been texting with him a little bit, and it uh, sounds pretty nuts. Uh, but Brad is in China. Go to his website, bradwilliamscomedy.com, for his tour dates out there. AdamRayTV.com for all my tour dates. Of course, I will be uh, not on the road for a while. I'm going to be staying in L.A. for most of summer because, uh, as I mentioned on the last podcast, I'm one of the new cast members of the new Mad TV, baby. Yeah. Come on. They're bringing it back. And I'm in the cast. I'm so fucking excited. It's going to be on the CW. I'm so pumped, man. I've been wanting to, I've wanted to do sketch comedy and characters my entire life. I've done them my entire life. And now I'm going to get to... Uh, Showcase it for the world, baby. I'm so pumped. So uh, be on the lookout for that. I'll be giving you guys updates uh, as we go along. But uh, it's a dope cast, and I'm super pumped to be a part of it. Um, I think that's it. Merch, astoymerchandise.com. Get your posters, mugs, shirts. Bring them to the shows. We'll sign them. You could be fan of the week, right? Get some free ALN merch. So many great guests coming, by the way. Uh, as I mentioned before, we've got some epic bookings. And, uh, and, and you guys will... <laughs> 
you're just you're just gonna be surprised. Um, of course, our boy Paul Feig. We recorded a Ghostbusters special with him that'll be out in a couple weeks before Ghostbusters drops on July fifteenth. Jonathan Kite is returning soon. Um, Jake Zamansky, the director of Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates. Adam Devine and Zach Efron's new comedy coming out soon. We'll be here. So many great apps. So make sure you subscribe on iTunes. Give us that five star ratings and a comment on the iTunes page. Takes two seconds. Helps us climb the charts. All right. Now that we got the tour dates out of the way, those are the Twitter handles. That's all the merch info. And now sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast. A special episode. Behind the scenes of Brad's special Daddy Issues with Brad Williams and Adam Ray. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a Jew, so why don't you sit down and listen to a dope podcast during lunch, dinner, or breakfast. Brad Williams and Adam Ray are here for you any time of the day. So come on and treat yourself right. It's about last night. Well, you don't, you haven't dressed any different. I don't know. You're still the same size. Was I, I supposed thought, to dress different? I, I thought if you, I thought you, having a billboard, I thought your confidence <laughs> would grow, and maybe that would just bleed into your actual growth. Uh, oh wow! <laughs> oh god! You know what? That would be that would be a fun movie. That's like my third movie. That would be. You've already mapped out the first two. It, it's like that Freaky Friday thing where instead I wake up in my dad's body and and, and my dad w- uh, wakes up in my body. I just wake up as a tall human. You know what's and crazy? I'm like what the fuck? <laughs> That's the- like I have nightmares about that, and it's funny you bring that up. I've literally had a nightmare about a Freaky Friday. Uh, yeah, about like I wake up swapping bodies with Jamie now, Lee Curtis. Obviously, uh, it's weird that I've, I've met her now that it's weird to say that. Uh, anyway, uh, but like, <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, but it, it's like I had I had a nightmare once where I woke up and I was a tall human, and I literally was like panicking, like uh, I don't know how to write jokes as a tall human. That was your first thought, yeah. And you know what? That's a normal thought. Yeah, not like holy crap, the amount of poon I'm gonna get because I'm now tall, but I have the short man's mentality. Holy shit, I'm gonna be unstoppable. No, not that. My first thought was, how the hell am I going to write jokes about well, this? Well, because that's your livelihood. Yeah. And that's a big part of yeah. the fun and the challenge. Every yeah. There's so much that encompasses stand-up yeah. for you. And I so- did not think about going to uh, Six Flags and being like, you know what? <laughs> Fuck y'all! You know Today what? is my day! By the way, that is a real, genuine like <laughs> question to that I don't think I've ever asked you. And yeah. you know, why would I? But I didn't unless- think about going and renting a car and not caring and just being like, yeah, I could drive it. Of course wow. I can. The simple things. Yeah. Or like, hey, how about this one? Going shopping. How about this one? What's that? Um, peeing at any urinal. I mean. Right? God. It, it, you know what? And I hate that it's a joke in my act and now it, it keeps happening. But by the way, thank you for you guys who are now tweeting me photos of when you see the little urinal. And you're like, holy oh, shit. Yeah. It, it is true. Now, like. If you go through my at mentions, it's just pictures of urinals. And you're like, wow, Brad's into some weird shit. Uh, yeah. So, but yeah, thank you for you guys because it means you watch the special. So awesome. Thank you for that. Yeah, that's right. Because you told the. Um, yeah, I told the urinal joke. Yeah. And, uh, but now. Wait, was it the. It wasn't the Pratt story, was it? Uh, no. Uh, it wasn't the Pratt story. That I've, I've sort of. Are you going to do that in the next special? Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll probably tell the Pratt story. That's pretty good. Yeah. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Which we, 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 we it, it's been documented on this podcast. Yeah. So we won't tell that again. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's weird to now. I'm sort of because I it, it was a joke in the special. I'm sort of hyper aware, and I was in DFW Airport. Yeah. And it fucking happened again, and. I'm going to get in trouble one of these times. Like, my TMZ moment is going to be some guy thinking that I'm trying to, like, solicit him for sex at a urinal because I'm getting so close to people. Yeah. Like, I walked up, like, millimeters from this guy because all the urinals were open, just like my bit. All the urinals were open. And I I, I walk up to the side of him because he's just at my urinal. And I'm like, like, you, you know how when friends used to, like, hold their fingers, like, inches from your face and go not touching you not touching you not touching you like that's what i was doing to him (laughs) only only with my dick out just like not touching you not touching you it's not illegal uh yeah you so so i think what we're we're doing here is um you know what actually uh what we're doing here is wait are we gonna hear from norm yeah we are Oh my god! Pull that mo- mo- that mic close. So, guys, you know the 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 people that the guy that has been scaring our guests because he walks in randomly to yeah Adam's apartment. You wonder what that voice they, sounds like, and, and then they jump and go, "Who that?" <laughs> Hi, Norm. What's going on? <laughs> I, Pretty good intro. I think you put a little good. more gusto than your yeah. normal voice. You're yeah. like, oh shit! Yeah. This, 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 this is my intro. What up, you, ladies? You put me on the spot. Have I you heard your voice on. before? I have not. This is weird. Yeah, <laughs> definitely weird. Yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah, just imagine when you go do you back know and that, to do it. Do you know how stoned that you sound when you talk into the mic? Uh, my mom's told me. Yeah. Definitely. But I you mean, know what? I say that jokingly, but a little bit. But it's also like, I think, and this is probably a uh, an accusation that stoners get a lot, is mm-hmm. like, you know, maybe I'm not stoned, man. Maybe I'm just real chill. You know, maybe I'm a smooth talker, which you are. I mean, you adapt too, being out here. I feel like you got to fit in when you're talking amongst stoners. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of them. You know what? You, when when you said when you said the word talking, that's when I heard the Baltimore accent. <laughs> yeah. Right there, it's a little walking. I right am here. from the east. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am from the east. And You're like a live Eeyore. <laughs> I'm from the east, <laughs> but happier. I moved right. out here. Now I'm all alone. <laughs> Norm, tell uh, tell our listeners where you came from and what you do out here. Sure. So I'm uh, I'm originally from Baltimore, Maryland. Yeah. Uh, born and raised. Mm-hmm. And uh, do you rep Baltimore hard? Hard, but I know I mean, sports wise you do. But like yeah. you know the way that I you know will pimp out like how fresh the air is in Seattle or how great it is in the summertime. Like I haven't heard you yet be like, oh, Baltimore in May is the shit. He no, well, because Norman's more like, man, the our our drive bys are on point. <laughs> Jesus, like there's no spray, right. there's no innocent bystanders. <laughs> like we kill who we set out to kill. Wow, that's what's funny though, because when people find out that I'm from Baltimore, yeah. immediately it's, have you seen the wire? Like immediately, the so only funny. question. You're like, yeah, of course. <laughs> the same way when people come up to me and go, ah, oh, you're a dwarf, so Peter Dinklage. You're like, yeah, I wake up and pray to a statue to him every day. Like, that's <laughs> what we do for it's me so, i think it's do you like sean kemp or mm-hmm. have you seen sleepless in seattle <laughs> or is sean kemp your father wow <laughs> how dare you you know i what? mean it's any, a pretty legitimate question no though. it's not and and any and you know how sensitive i am to yes. any sonics related joke sure um, <laughs> which which as like you have no idea i mean and Here's something that careful with your words. Yes, no, and I'm choosing them very carefully right <laughs> I have now. Have a big day tomorrow. Don't yeah, make yeah, me yeah. cry. Yeah, exactly. Here's something that here's how shitty men are, and and that do you ever give your do you ever give yourself props for stuff 
you thought about doing but then decided not to <laughs> every time yeah like you're like yeah, oh yeah, what yeah. like oh i could have just shoved that old woman over but i didn't i'm a great person like when i was watching the thunder yeah like in get up on the warriors like three like three to one i i, I was like oh man i could be like writing jokes to Adam right now about the thunder, but I'm not going to do it. And I, and that makes me a good person. And it does make you a good person. <laughs> and, um, here's the thing, man. The, um, I wanted them to win really? because I wanted them to go to the finals and lose in seven there. Oh, because that's so more wanted, heartbreak. You wanted extra knife turning. And I have no problem saying that. I said that to my mom and dad. My dad laughed and goes, Jesus. My mom goes, why would you say that? <laughs> that <laughs> oh, is so, oh, come on. Well, also, she's from Oklahoma. So she oh, like, right. yeah, yeah, it's yeah, tough. Yeah. It's, you know, she she's very sad. She's sad that I'm sad. She's sad because mm-hmm. she loves basketball. But she's also like, it, she loves that her hometown, you know, has yeah. has something to root for like that. But right. I, I wanted them to experience the ultimate amount of heartbreak. Sure. And, and losing in the uh, Game 7 of the Western Conference Finals isn't on par with losing a franchise. True. No, it's losing not. In game, losing in Game 7 of the Finals, which would inevitably mean that Durant was going to leave, which I think he is going to anyway. Yeah. I think I really think he's going to. A lot of people think, why would you? Because that team is dope. They mm-hmm. were one game away. There's and the no money, reason. if you wait two years in your Durant, you get $400 million. From OKC, so you might want to wait it out. Yeah, that's. Uh, but he's also got like a hundred million from from or Fila or uh, who's giving him the contract? Uh, Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, <laughs> I think he's an Under Armour guy. Under Armour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, Chuck E. Cheese. There should be some places. Well, somebody told me by the way that they're going to start putting those uh, ads on the jerseys. Yeah, for the wow. NBA. What the fuck? Right. That sucks. Yeah, I think it. I mean, and, well, I get it. Obviously, Snapple. I mean, like, that, sure, you want to make money, but at the same time, like those jerseys are just so pure, they're and pure. they're so good. And now you're gonna have a like a jersey with, oh. with YooHoo, like a little YooHoo sticker on the side. Well, that's of it. the thing. How big is the sticker? How big is the emblem of the? Well, they said it's gonna start with just a little square on the top left corner. Like, remember how they used to have like the black captains? Yep. Stripe, yeah, like like that. It, it's gonna be something like that. Soon, it's just you're gonna just have to know. That, I think that they're gonna probably get rid of the players' names. You're gonna have to know the players, and it'll yeah. just be you who and a number on the back. Oh, they need to get rid of the sleeves, though. Those jerseys with the sleeves on them need to go. Those I, are bad. I, I hate yeah. those. I, I, yeah, it's in, but and they're like, oh, it's just one little ad on the top. I'm like that's how it starts. <laughs> that's how the infection starts, and pretty and pretty soon their jersey looks like a fucking NASCAR. <laughs> Just going down the court, and you're and you're like, all right, this game sponsored by Viagra, Tide, Pepsi, uh, all are wonderful products, and we hope that they sponsor this podcast. <laughs> but yeah. um, so uh, well, I'm glad I'm glad you didn't send me any. Uh, well, any I wrong because I, I remember the debacle that was uh, the NFC Championship game. Yeah. <laughs> nice. so, I appreciate I, that. When, when I say that Facebook, no. It, it, I just posted it. You like, posted it. It was just out there to it everybody. Was, it was 15, no, 16 to 7. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And, and Russell just thrown his fourth pick. Yeah. And there was four <laughs> minutes left. So it was like, well, there's, and they have the ball. So it was yeah. like, oh. Oh, so it's done. They'll run it out because even if we get it back, we have to, you know, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. everything that needed to happen. And you post it on my Facebook wall. I think we've talked about this. But yeah. You post it on my Facebook wall. 
Um, uh, the, did somebody uh, tell the Seahawks? Yeah, that, the Seahawks are going to be really disappointed when they found out there was a game today. <laughs> <laughs> and emotions are running high. And I'm in a San Jose sports bar oh, in a bar that I'm already not welcomed in. Like the, the owner has already yelled at me twice for screaming and cheering too loud. And I go, hey, man, I bought drinks and food and I'm cheering in a sports bar. You yeah. really think you're on the right? And he was like, dude, you need to chill. And then Mark Saratella was like, yeah, bro, chill. And I was like, all right. <laughs> and when Mark Saratella is telling you to chill, you're like, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm getting out of control. It was the voice of reason. It was the 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 uh, Jiminy Cricket on my shoulder. <laughs> um, and so, uh, yeah, and then you posted that. And I, man, the bubble, the bubble in my blood was was hot. And it was. Wow, that's, uh, that, uh, that sounds like an 80s hairband lyric. <laughs> <laughs> the bubble in my blood was hot. Running hot, it was boiling. <laughs> Um, I would not buy that album. <laughs> oh man! Wait, yeah. what hair? Wait, what? What constitutes an eighty metal, eighties metal hairband? I don't know. So, like, you got your white snakes. That's right. You got your uh, here. Uh, I go again. Yeah, you got those. You got poison. You got Motley Crue. Does Hanson qualify as a? They have to as a r- hair rock band. <laughs> hair <laughs> they metal have band? to. So serious about that. <laughs> they must. I mean, <laughs> Norm said that like he like like he was sending someone out to dispose of the Lord of the Ring. Like he, like, <laughs> they must. Yeah. I, I grew up on Hanson because I have two sisters, so I mean mm-hmm. that's understandable. So, yeah. so, so is the lead singer of Hanson. Yeah, because of the other ones look like girls. Oh okay. yeah, Hanson. Hey, I'll, I I enjoyed Hanson. First yeah. of all, if you don't like Umbop, consider yourself not a friend of mine. All right. No, let me let me start over. If you don't appreciate the catchy <laughs> melody, you don't have to like it, but you need yeah. to understand how why it was so popular. Hey man, uh, do I like? Backstreet Boys music? No. Can I still sing like all of the lyrics? <laughs> sure. So what does that mean? I mean, it's I'm I'm just saying that Mbop is one of those songs exactly. that like even, even if you don't like it, uh, you know it. Yeah, and like what, you're but, the dick if you tell the person to turn that off. Yeah, if and it comes yeah, on. if you know all the lyrics and you could and you sing to it when it comes on. If you're in a bar and it comes on and you're drunk, you're gonna sing to it. Hell and yeah. and and your brain, you as Brad might go on the service. I don't like that, but guess what? Your body likes it. Sure. <laughs> Well, that's that moment. Uh, like, remember in in a uh, Tommy Boy when when the song comes on and they both look at each other like, "You can change it." Yeah, I'm what good if you are, it? dude. Uh, <laughs> Don't you know you told me you love me, baby, yeah. baby, yeah, baby, yeah, 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 that that one. So, like, if you're in the car with like four like four of your dudes and Mbop, like, you know. Like you know, if a if a Selena Gomez song comes on, you're like, oh fuck that, and then you just change and change it. No hesitation. Not one of your friends gonna yell out, I I like that song. That's not gonna happen. But if Mbop comes on, there's always that moment where like you all look at each other, like you contemplate. Oh shit! Like, are 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 we doing this? Are we? I mean, no, I mean, we, well, are you are you changing the channel? Can I be honest? I, I, I I'm not changing. The channel. If I found out my kid lost his virginity to this, I'd be pumped. You'd be proud. I also, sure. there's also a small part of me that that goes, I want this to come on after, like when they say when I when I break the glass at my you know Jewish wedding. Um, even if she's not Jewish, I'll do it because it's a tradition and sure. it's cool. Mazel tov. It's a cool yeah. tradition. Yeah. It's a cool way to put the stamp on it. Other than just the standard. You do, you do, and you kiss. Well, you know, you know what though? I like that. It's and one it, extra and, stamp, and it's literally putting the stamp on it. Yeah, yeah, true. And and it's kind uh, of violent, and it's almost like, it's almost like you know, even though the guy does it, but it's almost like the girl, you know, she's like, 
you know, if you fucking back this up, like I'll do this to your fucking dick and you'll sleep. <laughs> like she's thinking that when she's you looking at him. When, yeah. yeah. Right, right, right. But yeah. it's an extra. So after that would happen. Yeah. I would want that to come on. There you go. Or okay. and I'll pull it up. But, but I mean, wedding playlist. Ooh. I mean, well, we've talked about this. Brad and I've talked about the songs we want to walk down the aisle to Norm. Oh, the whisper song. Easy. What? Where do you see my dick? You know the yin yang oh, twist. When you said the whisper song, the whisper song, here's how I know I'm getting old. Is you said the whisper song, oh, no. and my head went to. Dun, 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 dun. I I went to careless whisper. That's where I. That's where I went. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm I so white. Complete. Just I mean, make the parents proud. You're walking to the whisper song. Yeah, I yin mean. That would that would be a moment. I mean, I, I've said before on the podcast, I want to walk down the aisle to, Hulk, to the Hulk Hogan theme music. <laughs> I want to come down to Real American. That's respectful. I mean, I you think, will too. That's not a joke. I you, mean, I think it's good, and I hope the great Jim Ross. Oh man, this is what I want to walk down the aisle to. Is this in, in the House of Soul and Light? No. What's this? Wait. In, all right. Well, let me just stop it first of all and give some attention to what you just said. <laughs> Because that is a 90s song that was on every, now that's what I call music yep. CD. Yeah. It was on every, like, like every night. credit sequence for a romantic comedy. In the house of stone <laughs> and light. And no one knows any, any, any other lyric except for, in the house of stone and light. Brian, yeah. can you pull up the artist of In the House of Stone and Light? I don't even know who no, this sings is, it. Now, now this is a song. By the way, you know the band, okay? Because they're it's it's the the cars. But this is one of those songs that, like, oh, who's gonna drive you home? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like this. This to me is probably a sad song, right? Mm-hmm. Who's gonna drive you home? The music video of this now would be a drunk girl who <laughs> who got kicked out of her Uber because she was so fucked up, and she's in a part of town she's not familiar with. Yeah, and uh, and her phone was dead. You know. Yeah. And maybe it's just one long shot of her following. <laughs> I mean, and she walks down Sunset and she sees Brad in a funky duck not helping her. I Which, feel like. Way, go ahead. Yeah, you have to be for that song on a beach if you're getting married. That's like that. I don't know. That just felt beachy to me. <laughs> that song felt beachy. so beachy. I love that. It was a little beachy. Yeah. <laughs> no, what? Martin Page? I did, couldn't wow. tell you. Do you have the song? I mean, at this point, you 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 can probably in, unless he's dead, you you can probably get Martin Page to do the song. Now, Brad, I want to know what's he doing. Yeah, Brad, <laughs> I want to know why because you came out to what during the special? Uh, it was just a generic thing that we didn't have to pay for. Oh, that's right, I forgot yeah, about the money. That's yay involved. legalities <laughs> and things like that that you don't realize when you're doing a special. Like when when, when you're doing a special, you're like, oh man, I'm gonna come out to ACDC. I'm gonna have an Elmo on my T-shirt. I'm gonna I'm gonna have all this. I'm, I'm nope. gonna, Shout out to Subway, but it's like, oh yeah, you you, you can't do that because people own that shit. And if you have any joke in your act where you sing a song, you have to like you you can only sing it for so many seconds before you have to cut it off because then you have to pay for it. Jeez, yeah. Did, did they like make you clear everything before you step on stage? Uh, the, all the material you mean? Yeah, I mean like, like they had seen it and okay. they and they knew they're uh for the first special. Uh, and this is just a little sort of Easter egg, uh, and I have it at the end of both of both my specials. If you look at the credits, uh, at the very end, I have the list of people that I thank, right? And then at the very end, I I I say, and Kevin, I hate you, okay. and that's because that's my brother-in-law, yeah, Kevin, who 
if you know me, uh, me and my brother-in-law have a great relationship, but we're constantly trying to like say fuck you to each other in very creative ways. So like he would sometimes send postcards to me from different places that just say fuck you. Yeah, just say fuck you. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So it's like I get a postcard from Turks and Caicos and I turn it over just says fuck you like that's kind of our thing so i thought that i would win by saying i hate you kevin at the end yeah. of my special and there was there was literally like they called me up they're like uh so who's this kevin guy is he gonna <laughs> sue you is he gonna sue us for defamation of character i'm like first of all just says kevin <laughs> how many fucking kevins are there There's tons get an angry tweet from durant <laughs> this is why i'm leaving okc <laughs> who will be the top kevins right now oh wow Top five, top five Kevins. Well, let's all give our top five Kevins and then see who has okay. a better list. I'm going to well, go first because right. I came up with the game. Okay. Makes sense. Kevin McAllister from Home, Home Alone. Alone. Shit, that was yep. my yep. Man. Well, fucking that's why I went well first. But I love where your head's at. That's good Kevin. Kevin Nealon. Yeah. I'm not going with KD Durant because yeah. A, it's, mm-hmm. it's too soon. Yeah. And B, uh, it was already mentioned. <laughs> the go-to Kevin. I'm going yeah. Nealon. I'm going McAllister. Yeah. I'm going Kevin Eubanks from The Tonight Show. Mm-hmm. I'm going... Uh, I'm going mm-hmm. Kevin Johnson from the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, I've seen some reports on HBO's Real Sports. I would not I would I would not I would not go with him. What did he do? Ooh, he's got some uh he's got some uh Oh wait, you se- know what he did? He got kept some sexual harassment He kept the going Kings on. from moving to Seattle. Fuck yeah, that guy. All fuck right. KJ. He's on my fuck Kevin list. <laughs> no. No, wait, wait, wait. Let me rephrase the title of the list. He's on my fuck that guy uh, not, screw, not screw that guy named figuratively Kevin. speaking. Yeah, yeah. screw yeah. that, guy. <laughs> screw that guy because of what he's done, but not any in any physical way. Uh, yeah, short list, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's there. Um, McAllister and Nealon and, and Eubanks. I'll just go top three. Okay, Norm? yeah, top three is fair. Uh, I'm definitely going Kevin James. Yeah, it cracks me up. Yeah, oh man, uh, Kevin James. I mean, phone call, phone call rhythm. That's my favorite <laughs> Kevin James joke. What is that? Fo- uh, f- uh, f- uh, phone call rhythm where he's like. Get the rhythm right. Bum, bum, ba. Bum, ba. Bum, ba. That's a great impression. Do you ever get those guys that call you up? to like, yeah, give me the number. They're like, okay, the number is 2129. 212942794. Pound sign. <laughs> no. Bum, bum, ba. Bum, ba. Bum, ba. That's the rhythm. That's so funny. I love that joke. That's so he's, good. He's great. So He's great. Good poll. Yeah. Kevin James. I gotta go. I mean, this is this will be up for debate, yeah, but man. I'll go Connolly solely for the purpose of dating. Sloan that's not up for debate. No, yeah. that's yeah. also he's dope. He's, and he's a dope actor. Right. He's the man. Yeah. Good, good actor. Dude. Good guy. We hear we hear from our boy uh, Jerry. That's that, right. Uh, that's right. I've, I've heard I've, I've heard some Connolly stories. Yeah, well, he's coming on the podcast. Him. The last Damn time right. I talked to Jerry, he said they spoke about it, and he was oh, all yeah. in. But then he went to New York. So well, now he's getting name drops. So Ooh. fucking yeah. good. Yeah. There you go. Uh, damn, number three, Kevin. You, McAllister was the okay, one. Okay, you can have it. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll share him. That's I'll fair. Share him. Brad? Well, I mean, uh, midgets got to support other midgets, oh, so I got to go Kevin Hart. Oh. First of all, <laughs> shots fired. That was cold-blooded. <laughs> First of all, make that T-shirt, please. <laughs> midgets got to support other midgets. So go Kevin Hart. Just you dapping up Kevin Hart. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Now, is that... Yeah, well, uh, I'm, I'm trying to think. Um, God, Kevin, man, you you really went number one on the Family Feud board when you took <laughs> Kevin McAllister <laughs> all, all, off the list. Uh, I would have to go Kevin from The Office. Okay, acceptable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, he always had some great lines when 
when uh, he got the entire oh, when Jim wow. got the entire division to think that he was special needs, <laughs> and he kept kind of that up without knowing it. Can I just give you guys? Thought that was pretty solid. Can I? All right. Do you have a third? Because if not, I'm going to read you a list of famous Kevins that oh, we shit. had. I just googled famous Kevins. Spacey. <laughs> we miss Spacey. Spacey. We miss Spacey. Oh, Spacey. Yo, no. there's two, there's two even bigger ones. Oh shit. We Who's missed been? Costner. Oh, oh wow. Dancing with Wolves. Yeah. How do we miss Costner? That's real. How All about right, this one? I got to adjust my list. What's one, of, <laughs> what's one of your favorite breakfast treats that some Jews can't eat? What? Oh, Ke- Klein. Bacon. Oh. Kevin Klein. Klein. <laughs> Jews can't what? eat Klein. Oh yeah, we all know that when Moses came down from on high on the tablets and he do said, not eat Rebecca Klein. <laughs> she has a stinky snatch. <laughs> Um, Spacey is a big pull. Spacey's solid. How about this one? If this was on anybody's list, it would have been amazing. Yeah. Federline. Oh, my I mean, there's a throwback. He did did bring us Popo's out. So, (laughs) I mean, maybe he's not on Mount Rushmore. Wait. Wait. Was that the song or the album? I think that was the song. Popo's out. Po, po. Popo's out. Yeah, I think that was don't it. Don't act like you don't know the full yeah, song. You gotta go all the way with I, that. I, I, I think I think it was a song. All right, we don't uh, Brian in the house of, of Stone and Light, was it was it pulled up? There you go. Now, if only Federline had put had had sampled this behind Popo's out. Sure. Well then well then it would have been a hit. You turn up, Brian? Perfect. <laughs> there it is. There it is. There it is. I've been walking along a crooked path. Crooked path, yeah. So there, these songs were all about long journeys. Yeah. You know? I'm coming through. I will not rest till I let down my head. This is great. I'm gonna go in the house of stone and blood. I shall not cry for the blind man that There were like plenty of songs. For the blind man I leave behind? So he's taking a long journey. Did you hear the dude? What was up with guys in the '80s fucking with blind people? Blind woman sees hello, singing to the blind woman. Hello, is it me you're looking for? I say to my act, No, she's blind. She was looking for a door handle to grab a hold of. Yeah, she paid for soup with a napkin. She's not looking for love. This guy's like, he just sang, I'm not going to cry for the blind man I left behind. <laughs> so no doubt he let a blind man that as far as he could go. And right, goes, and said, fuck it, blind goes, man. the bus stop's over there. I <laughs> hope you make it. I'm in gonna, the house of stone and light. I'm going to point you in the right direction. Hope you don't trip in the house of stone and light. Fuck, it's a blind guy. But you know, it's almost like he said nasty shit and then goes, I'll make up, I'll make up for it with this catchy ass yeah, melody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then... I'm, I think there's like a recorder that comes in. Here it is. Like right here. Yeah, I think so. Wait. In the house of stone. Or did, there it is. And then there's a killer fucking sax solo, I think. Wow. wow. Not sax, just people. Yeah. yeah. There's also, by the way, a seance or some sort of fucking right. um, crime being committed. No, what am I looking for? I, they, think, I think if you play this song over an Ouija board, your great-grandma <laughs> just pops up. <laughs> goes, and she pops up and goes, don't go down on Rebecca Klein. <laughs> yeah, the famous Jewish rule all right, Brian, that that's we all good. know about. Brian, that's good. God bless you. In the house of stone and light. Yeah, what, what, what a, what a, what a it's, throwback. It's funny, like... We, 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 we don't have that sort of 
uh, genre of music anymore. Like we had that, we had Collective Soul, we had. Um, do, do you remember that song that was like? Oh, come on! Obviously, dude. End of innocence. Age of innocence. End of innocence. Yeah, that one. In the, Because I feel like songs back then Return all of told stories. Yeah. And now it's just like, bend up, bend up, bend up. And like, <laughs> can't, can't That's do not it. a real song, is it? <laughs> it's a song, dude. It's a panda song? It's called Panda, and the dude says panda maybe 72 times. And that's the song. Hey, and Kevin Smith. That's oh, a big one. Oh, Kevin Smith. Here's a big How one. How do I forget Kevin Smith? I love Kevin Smith. Here's, ah. a, here's a big one that neither one of you guys would have gotten yeah. because you're not as avid of a Muppet Sesame Street <laughs> fan as I am. <laughs> Kevin Clash. Now, do you know who that is? Was he the puppeteer? From Elmo. Yeah. From Elmo. He is Elmo. Elmo yeah, he, yeah. yeah, he is Elmo. From Elmo. How yeah. dare you? Uh, of, 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 of the Elmos? <laughs> <laughs> He's Kevin Clash What's, of the Elmos? Yo, but here is something that'll blow your mind. Okay. I know you probably know once I'll say it, but you don't know because, mm-hmm. again, you just grew up in a different... <laughs> un, uh, your house was not filled with as much Muppeting as mine was. <laughs> Is that a word? <laughs> it is now. All right. If you're a fan of the Muppets, Muppeting. anything goes. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, it sh- that should be an Olympic sport. <laughs> Representing the United States in Muppeting. Adam Ray. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't Finally, know. I got to hear it. <laughs> no. Kevin Clash, the voice of Elmo, and also the voice of Splinter. Really? In wow. the original Tuttles. Oh, unreal, right? How did they give you that job after Elmo? Because Jim Henson's Creature Shop Uh, did did the first Ninja Turtles. Here's what I want to talk about in the last, I'd say, 10 to 15 minutes. Yes. Um, So at the end of this podcast, we're going to um, share about 20 or so minutes of um, audio that was recorded at the... um, at your special taping. Yeah. That was, um, we brought the equipment and we, we got interviews with you mm-hmm. and uh, pre-show yep. uh, with uh, Barry Katz, your yep. manager, who's a, manager. a two-time guest. And, right. And uh, a, a guy that whoever, whenever we have on, everyone just goes, hey, just just have him on. You guys shut up yeah. and don't ever talk again. And, and just have Barry talk. <laughs> and even in those, I think we got about 10 minutes with him pre-show was was great i mean yeah. it's uh insightful yeah there was a lot of that and it was cool to uh capture that because uh you know then i think for people who have seen the special and who will see the special will mm-hmm. enjoy a little behind the scenes sure access and, and i could tell you uh what it was like but it, it, to have that i'm so glad we had that moment and had the microphones going at that moment to catch my feelings because like uh, my family was there. Yeah. I if you see if you've seen the special, you know about the ending where I have the moment with my dad, which was not planned. Yeah, uh, which was like I never performed that material in front of him before. So when I made eye contact with him, it was like ah shit. Yeah. <laughs> like here we go. You were also abnormally loose, which like you know for the handful of, I mean I guess you just like you want to stay loose, but like and I guess you yeah. had your moment. I think you left us at one point and like. Mm-hmm. Did your weird little, I don't know, dwarf jig or whatever yeah, you do well, to get, there, get in, the, there, in the zone. There's some chanting. <laughs> do, you, do you do vocal warm-up? Like, there no, was a time no, when you... No, it's, no. But, uh, I mean... Which, I, all, which is there, a little bit surprising to me, because, yeah. like, there is a... In the voice class that I had at USC, like, there are some, like, exercises that, like, I have found to be... Uh, 
beneficial. Mm-hmm. But like you are very like you've got a booming voice and you like yeah like I yell pop, a lot yeah, yeah. But yell but like controlled maybe you just know how to breathe properly you know it, it, it's or maybe your diaphragm where... is smaller so you're not using as much <laughs> I kind of just know like there I do know a couple tricks on how to make my voice sound louder and I know some tricks with the microphone to make it kind of do certain effects of course and uh, that just comes with experience and uh, but no vocal warmth it's kind of crazy because yeah. you know you're you're talking a lot not yeah, only yeah, stage yeah. but with the pod and your everyday life right and, right right uh, I don't know it's just but I did well can I recommend one yeah sure <laughs> I feel like I, I feel like the earth is gonna open up and like You have summoned me, the prince of darkness. I am here. Why is he a prince? Why can't he be the king? <laughs> well, you know, my dad hasn't died yet. I'm still prince. We all know the king. Wow, not bad. See, that's what I'm talking about. No warm-up for that. You're going to pay for that tomorrow. Yes. Some, <laughs> sure. Maybe. <laughs> I but don't you know. What, know. Though? I drink you, a lot of tea. <laughs> you do, don't you? I do. Oh, well, there's your secret. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm trying to get more on the tea boat. And <laughs> that, sounds, that, that sounds like you're going to get a ticket for a gay cruise. <laughs> well, let me just tell you something. Next next year, if it's a good season, I'm getting two front row tickets to the tea boat. Oh, oh, oh that's saucy. <laughs> Why is saucy such an effeminate word? I don't know. There's no powerful masculine way to say it. I mean, maybe if it's if it's. I mean, that girl is, was saucy. That dinner was saucy. Either way, if, but it, it, it becomes incredibly masculine if if you say barbecue before the saucy, like barbecue sauce. <laughs> like well, now it's well, like no, well, right. you did a thing with your voice to make yeah, it more manly. Now we did it like barbecue sauce, and I feel yeah. like we say sauced when we're talking to each other. Yeah, really. yeah, we're getting. Or is that like an East Coast thing? Drunk? Yeah, yeah, we say like, sauced. Yeah, a we're bit. sauced. Sauced. Yeah. I say, I think hammered was like an, a West Coast thing. Mm-hmm. Hammered or shit faced. Shit faced. Yeah. Yeah. Housed. Plastered. Housed. Ooh. Never heard of housed. Never heard of housed. Uh, the weird. I, I think the weirdest one and the weird words for drunk drunk Hall of Fame. And I learned this from my buddy Jeff Keith. He does a joke about it. And then uh, when I went there, it's real. Is people from Rhode Island say cocked. Oh god! And for being dr- drunk. Yeah, they're like, oh yeah, we're gonna go get cocked tonight. <laughs> Yikes! Well, and, I'm not going to Rhode Island anytime <laughs> soon. And, 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 and you just hear it. And if you're not from there, you just you take a moment like, huh? And then I think they take pride in knowing that it fucks people up. Like it makes people go like, wait, what? Like, wait, I thought we were friends. No, uh, yeah, we're friends. So we're gonna go out and get cocked together. Wait, I'm not ready for that. I, I need to get. Drunk I don't even know them. your favorite color yet. I I need to get drunk before I get cocked. Yeah, for sure. Make that T-shirt. Yeah. Um, you know what's so funny, Norm? You mentioned like hearing something like that be in their uh, vernacular, but it's and make you not want to go there. I know you said that in jest, but there are certain things that happen in certain places that make me go, oh, not going there. Mm-hmm. And I guess what I'm referring to is recently uh, in Thailand, a python came through a man's toilet and bit his penis. Saw that. Yep, saw now, that story. Now, guess what? I saw that and go, cool, not going to Thailand ever. That's how that works. I will adjust my travel plans because snakes coming through toilets is a clear sign that the world is ending. Yes. And by the way, I, I read a lot of articles and this dude was not even pooping and he was sitting. So, hey, man, maybe that's yeah, on you deserved it, yeah. for fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. being and sitting as a dude. Yeah. Me, yeah. Also, I know that for a fact, girls probably read that and were like, well, you know, the snake didn't have anything to bite. He'd probably be the first one to find the clit. But so <laughs> the snake came through this guy's toilet. Yep. And I read the article. There was an officer quoted as saying, um, he goes, it's actually like the, and that's not, that's the worst Thai wow, accent ever. That's, 
I mean, it's not racist. Cause, it's not because it's not an attempt. No, because I think it'd be more racist if you're like, oh, that was a fuck guy ever. Oh, like, yeah, that's racist. Right. But like, if please, please make my voicemail tonight with that. Oh, you're right, Adam Ray, cell phone. He is not here right now. But uh, if you don't hold on the line, I'll give you some fat pad tie. Dude, that's really good. You is know it what? good? I, I don't know. That is that's, good. It was great. Is it? Great. I don't know. It like, was like that Team America accent. Yep. They yeah, put yeah, on. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? That's who I'm doing an impression yeah, of. Now. That's fine. Now I think about it. I, I'm, I'm, Kim I'm doing the impression of the or Kim yeah, Jong-il. Yeah, Kim Jong-il. Oh, Hans Bricks, you son <laughs> bitch. <laughs> My fucker, Hans Bricks. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. It, that, it, so that's a great racist. So I'm glad that you went like the complete but the guy, <laughs> opposite direction of being racist. The, gu- the guy in the article absurd. the guy in the article goes, We've actually seen snakes come through toilets before. Like th- that's not the rare part. What's crazy, but they usually bite legs. So this is the first time a snake has come through a toilet and bitten a penis and I go, Hey man, did you just indirectly compliment the size of that guy's dick? Yeah. Like being like, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that snake came up and saw what he thought was a leg. Yeah. And I gotta be honest, I'd love to start working with that leg dick. I'm working yeah. with more of a fucking yeah. ankle cock. Or, you know. How about yeah. how we try to validate that that's okay over there? Like, yeah. Yeah, like, oh yeah, snakes come up through toilets all the time. <laughs> really? Dude, what? That's so crazy. That's insane. That's when I'm at peace. That's when I'm like most That should be that's me my, time. That's my thinking chair. You know what I mean? That's, that's how long? Not how good. long do you average? What's the longest you think you've been in the bathroom? Because oh, Brad, you strike me as an iPad guy. Yeah, in the bathroom, right? I mean, I have. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I've done that. Uh, there's some. There's sometimes after a long flight where I haven't really ch- done like I haven't had time to like do actual business, not shit business, but like actual business on my phone. And By the way, like, shit and business then, is a band then, I would love to go see. Right, <laughs> and then I like I like finally get to my hotel room and I'm like, okay. And I and I have to shit. Yep. And I gotta work. So then, oh, it 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 could be good five to ten minutes. Like I'm just there. okay. That's not that's respectable. That's fine. That's yeah. respectable. I th- if you were gonna say forty five to an hour, yeah. But I read the article that you that you saw. Yeah. And this guy who shits and got caught by the snake, thirty minutes. Jeez. Thirty minutes in the article. He's like, yeah, I was there for thirty minutes every day. Like he says it like that's what he he has to carve out. Thirty minutes of his day. Well, and I think guess Take what, man? If it if you're if you're if you're taking a shit for thirty minutes, then at some point an animal is gonna. Punch. Well, also I think <laughs> I think God just goes like that's too long. Like right. nobody should do that. Look at this world I created for you, and you're spending all your time in the toilet. Yeah. Well, it, guess what? what weren't pythons a part of the like? Yeah, it was a, the, um, it, it was Satan. It was like Ten Commandments shit. Yeah. Well, the the snake the snake in the Garden of Eden. That's, yeah. I I just, you know I know nothing about theology, but yeah, it was a snake in the Garden of Eden, which yeah. was uh, represent the devil. So you know what? That was Satan. Like you know what? You're shitting too much. <laughs> Come Get out and enjoy the world. Yeah. And now I'm gonna take I'm gonna all all it's gonna cost you is your dick. <laughs> it's it's funny about shitting too. Thinking about how there is that moment you have when you're shitting for too long, and you're like, am I? Is this taking too long? Well, <laughs> usually just, feeling your legs. <laughs> Your legs start to go numb. That's true. Um, well, Brad, you were you seemed very loose in the uh, special, and it was cool we got to capture that. And um, well, you know what helped, and this is not just me saying this because you're here right now, but it helped having you back there. It nice. helped having like uh, Barry back there. Uh, Kate Quigley was back there because when Norm I, was back there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, who? Uh, <laughs> uh, when it, when when I did the first special. A, I was nervous because it was my special. Yep. B, uh, it was up in Santa Barbara, and while my family was there, I didn't have a lot of people. I know like Eric Myers opened for me, but I didn't have a lot of people kind of around me yeah. to kind of 
because everyone left me alone. Calm the nerves. Yeah. So it was nice that I had you guys there to where I, I could just shoot the shit and it just, it felt like a normal show and I didn't get all up in my head about it. And I, didn't I think that's think, kind of, you, I mean, yeah. you know, innately you're like, I know the stakes are sure. higher because it is taped and it is, is going to be, but I think that having that around you pre-show does help to, um, and he, I mean, like you just said, like saying it's another show is how you kind of want to treat a big, I mean, it's like when athletes are like, yo, we just, we're not doing anything different. It's game, game seven of the world series, but like, it's just another game and you have right. to go in because you have to stay loose like that. Because right. I think in any job, like when you tense up as human beings, when they tense up and get in their head, like we're yeah. not at our best. No. And if I start thinking like, oh shit, like what joke comes after this? Did I say it right? Did I forget a word? Like if I start going instead, instead of trusting. just doing what I do every night, which is go on stage and do this set. And trust and be loose. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, does your, I mean, for both of you, I guess, does your process, is it stay that same when you're just doing the laugh factor or some, like a regular set every mm-hmm. night? Are you, do yeah. you like people yeah. around well, you? Well, that's before? why you practice, uh, you know, how you play or is yeah. it you play how you practice? Yeah, I think it's you play how you practice. But, but I mean, so yeah. yeah, so like night in, night out, I mean, like that's why it's like you gotta fucking bring it every time and uh-huh. like you can't take a night off. And when you're going up, like, you're cheating yourself if you don't treat every show um, as something to uh, you, for you to get try to learn from. Yeah, and if you don't give it your best, you're not going to whether you give it your best and and the crowd is weird or you it's, you do some new bits that go well or don't do well. Like you're only going to learn if you put it all out there, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I think you just get in a routine and condition yourself to do that, so that when that special comes along, you're like, oh yeah, oh, cool. I've done like, this before. Yeah, I bring it all the time when I go on stage. So now I just gotta. Yeah, I don't have to do it extra yeah, you, hard tonight or anything like that. I don't have to change anything. The material's been working the way I've been performing it, so let's just keep doing what I've been doing. So I was like a stress ball for you. Yeah. <laughs> a giant Jewish stress ball. A giant, I mean, <laughs> so so you, so you squeeze and just goes, oi. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> That's really funny. Um, yeah, you should, but yeah, yeah, you should make those. Uh, Norm, you were at the special. Yes. Yeah. No. Your, your quick thoughts? It was, I mean, you know, before the show even, seeing you so relaxed going up, because I, I mean, I've been watching you come out in LA so many times that it, it was like another day. Like it was literally yeah. just watching you for longer on stage and presence was the same, material killed. And I saw you run that at the factory. And yep. like it, 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 even though I had seen it, wasn't, it was new to me. Yeah. And I think yeah, yeah, yeah. that in stand up is special that. Yeah. Every time you see a show, no matter how many times you've seen the person, it's a new, mm-hmm. it, it feels so new. And that, that, by the way, is a challenge that people forget is like making material seem new that right. like Every, that you've done because, times yeah. Before. Right. And, and, uh, and just because in, it, even though you're like, I, I'm doing this like for four or five months to get ready for something, but like, you know, but that's the type of like work mentality you have to have to get it good for the special is yeah, like absolutely. just trying to bring it for that new audience. Yeah. And uh and remember that someone every night is seeing you for the first time. Yeah. Right. They don't know that you that this is your 500th time plus doing this material. So, uh it, it it was a great night, fun night, uh great to be surrounded by friends and family and I'm thrilled that now you get to listen to yeah. us when we when backstage like before the show. I think we got something very brief after the show, right? Did, did we? I don't know. Uh, we might have. Uh, we got yeah. mostly pre-show. We did. I did uh, put We're a mic. We're so professional. No. <laughs> I, no. Well, we talked about getting like pre-show interviews and people in line. Yeah. But it got a little chaotic. 
Um, sure. But I did put a mic in your bedroom that night. So, um, Ooh. All right. Well, so. my girl's going to be kind of frustrated with that. Or, I don't know. No, we'll, no. We'll see. No? Her her noises were fine. It All was right. yours that I would um, I would be concerned about. <laughs> I'll, well, you know, I'll give people a preview because I don't know if Brad will listen to that part. Here's what it sounds like. Net. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> it's like looking into a mirror. That's amazing. Yeah. That's, uh, a, Brad, no. that's a good Brad Williams impression. I mean, the post show, if we remember correctly, yeah. Brad was running around on the Funky Duck. I was. Uh, wow. That's right. What a great. Talk about a post show party. Yeah. That was yeah. And uh, Brent Morin came by. No. Uh, Adam Devine came no. by. And uh, I was very intoxicated <laughs> i uh popped a bottle of a uh, dom and uh i was going around on a funky duck uh classic brad williams style. yeah didn't it's, bust the swords out but you know no, didn't bust the swords that's out special number three yeah uh <laughs> i'm gonna have to do that that's gonna be my entrance with the like some john williams shit playing in the background <laughs> yeah, maybe it's awesome. just you doing that yeah 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 it's not yeah it's not it's not an orchestra it's just move the microphone going <laughs> All right, guys. I right. I, I, I you got go. the new special. Yeah. Um. All right. Enjoy this uh bonus uh this bonus audio from mm-hmm. Brad's special Daddy Issues, which is still available. Right? Yeah. It's uh, available on demand on Showtime uh on the Showtime app, and they're also replaying the crap out of it. So just uh, check your local local listings. Just sit in front of Showtime twenty four hours a day, seven days yeah, a week. Yeah, you'll see it. <laughs> so uh, thank you guys and enjoy. In the house of stone and light. Uh, so we're backstage getting ready to do the blocking for Brad's, uh, for the scene before Brad's special, um, which Brad, you wrote. I did uh, at three o'clock in the morning in uh, Cincinnati, Ohio. Hey, that's where all great stand-up special scenes are written. At, I mean, uh, uh, R- Richard Pryor wrote the entire Live on the Sunset Strip in Cincinnati, Ohio. Yeah, it's a, a Yeah, it's not a well-known fact, but uh, I, I guess if you're in the biz, then you know that. Uh, we're also here with Kate Quigley, who is playing the stage manager in the scene. Yes! Kate, um, first impressions of this theater, of this day... Oh, the theater's amazing. It's yeah. it's so beautiful. You couldn't have picked a better spot. It's perfect size. Brad looks fantastic. Uh, sexy as always, right. of course. I'm excited for you. Look at him. He has all this nervous energy right now. He's it's dancing great. around. He's dancing. I do. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be like nervous up until like two hours before, and then I'll be fine, and then... 20 minutes before I'll start freaking the fuck out I was gonna ask too like with a headline weekend you don't get nervous no cause that's not gonna be broadcast to hundreds of thousands of people uh, that, that's just the room with your last special did you same nerves or is this like like when, when my Seahawks after they destroyed your Broncos oh man and, and they went back to uh, last year and uh, we don't know how to talk about how it ended but when they went, but when they went back do you like you know they, they were more confident and comfortable with all the media stuff is that similar with how you're dealing with today yeah, like I now I know all the stuff that's going to happen. Now I know there's a good opportunity that things could, uh, like, uh, a fact about my last special, I ran on stage and then they actually stopped because the cameras weren't rolling yet, and then I had to run on stage again. So that so Whoa. yeah, so that was the way that we kicked it off. So uh, I feel like the audience is so prime and pumped that they're like, we'll we'll give that to you again. Like yeah, and then I just got on the mic and I told a couple of quick jokes that weren't in my act, like to kind of give them like. 
to make him more comfortable and be like, all right, just act like you've never seen a dwarf run out in a vest before, and then you're really excited, just like you were. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, you don't have to do that tonight, because I'm going to warm it up for you. That's right. Any, uh, any, things I, any jokes I should not do, or do? Uh, don't, t- don't do any jokes about uh, relationships, uh, alcohol, uh, uh, black people, white people, differences between men and women. Uh, and you haven't said Tony Danza so far, so that's all, that's all I need to know. Uh, you can only do Mona jokes. <laughs> no. can't, can't, can't do Tony Danza what jokes. you open with a 17-minute Danza bit? <laughs> with 17 minutes yeah. a bit. Yeah, It'd be one. classic. I mean, yeah, sure. I, I think that would instantly become my version of Chris Rock's, uh, there's black people, and then, then. So I'd be on stage like, you know, there's Tony, and then there's Mona. And, and Mona has got to go. Uh, Kate, next weekend, you're going to host the AVN Awards. Yes. Uh, the Porn Awards. The Porn Awards. The Porn Oscars, as they're called. I know. Now, we were talking about this because I had a legitimate question of, like, you, like, you watch porn, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A but, lot. But what's, but, the, but this is, like, the, like you were saying, you watch the free stuff. Right. I mostly watch the Pornhub, although I've learned that I need to be paying for my porn. That's what I've learned. Who said that? My co- the two co-hosts that I'm working with, they're like, Kate, you can't pirate porn. That's horrible for business. So now... So the same way people will say that about music, yeah. it's... Wow. But also the quality... Now that I've started watching some professional porn... The lighting's better. The quality is better. And the people are hotter. No shit? Yeah, I feel like free porn is like watching a freak show. It's like the Venice Beach freak show versus like Ringling Brothers. You know what I mean? Like, it's. I do know what you mean because I've seen Ringling Brothers <laughs> and they put on a great show. Right. And coincidentally, uh, a lot of fucking in the Ringling Brothers circus. Yes, a lot of fucking, which is how Clown Fetish got started. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> There's a Clown Fetish? Yeah, you didn't know. That. A whole episode of my Playboy show was about uh, clown sex. Clown oh, play wow. is what they call it. Yeah. And that's what they said happens. They said sometimes, like, boys will go to the circus when they're, like, 13, when they're first getting boners. We'll pick this up. We're going to block. Yeah. Well, we are backstage right now. Pre, uh, what time is it? We're maybe four hours away. Um, Brad's getting his makeup done. Uh, (laughs) Hello there. This is how I talked before. Like, you heard my other voice. That's just my podcast voice. <laughs> I was going to say, what if this is how you actually spoke when you weren't on stage? All or what, the time. Like, we're catching a raw Brad, like, you know, unplugged. Oh, wait, you're recording this? <laughs> hey, guys, uh, so excited to be back here for my special. Really thrilled. It's a wonderful opportunity. Of fun. It is going to be a lot of fun. We are, uh, we are downstairs in the makeup room at the Alex Theater in Glendale, California. Just hours away. Um, man, what a gorgeous venue. I don't know. I know you had some backups. You had the IHOP parking lot on Sunset all locked down. Hey, don't hate on the IHOP parking lot. And I, I showed some class. It wasn't the Denny's parking lot, for God's sakes. I'm not a savage. Well, and let's be honest why the IHOP parking lot fell through. You said you wanted free strawberry pancakes. And they, what did they say? There was a line in the sand. I demanded Rudy Tootie fresh and fruity. <laughs> And they, and, and they said, we can only give you Rudy and Tootie. It, it cannot be fresh or Save it for the special. Save it. You're too funny now. I'm peaking. <laughs> You're peaking. Um, yeah, this is, um, well, my first impressions. I'll give you those first before we get a few from Brad. But um, the venue is top-notch. It looks like, it looks like where, can I be honest? It looks like if Morgan Freeman were to make the transition into stand-up, and he was like, I want the greatest venue possible. 
I want it well lit. I want there to be many seats. I want it to look like some place that nobody has ever done stand-up in before. I want to be the first. I wish I could tell you that I wouldn't crush it, but I probably would. What I'm trying to say is it's maybe the, one of the most beautiful theaters I think I've seen in a long time. And it's, uh, it's perfectly... The stage is set. And uh, the, the family reserved place cards have been set. And the sign for the... Uh, I want you or the guy that does NFL films to like narrate the 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 opening of this like some weird piano music in the background like on a day 69 degrees the the not nothing having to anything do with, with frozen tundra of Glendale California yeah do all the staple like NFL like yeah the weather not having anything to do with an indoor coming together a man a stage and the sole mission in life <laughs> just I mean, I, I never thought you'd ask. Um, how are you feeling, Brad, though? Uh, right now I'm feeling fabulous because I got makeup uh, being put on me by a, a very attractive woman uh, who decided to wear a shirt that exposes uh, her leopard bra. Well, she got, she got the Brad Williams contract. Yeah. And I, Which says what? What does your writer include? I, I need bras exposed in my makeup artists. No snacks, no booze. No, don't, don't really care. I mean, if you got a pack of gummy bears you picked up at uh, the Lucky. Lucky? Really? I went there for a supermarket? Jesus. Uh, Where, where's the Lucky? Lucky was a, what was a supermarket that went out of business like 15 years ago here in Southern California. So, so you got any OJ jokes while you're at it? Yeah, I'm timely references. So did you hear about this President Reagan? <laughs> um, yeah, you're, you're getting... I demand, I demand tattooed... Uh, makeup artists with uh, leopard bras. That's you did get. Van Halen had green M and M's. That's what I have. You did. You did get some pretty makeup gals, ladies. What are your names? Rio, Val. Rio and Val. That kind of that kind of sounds like stripper names. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, come to the main stage. You, she's shaved all over. It's full Brazilian. It's Rio, everybody. And they play the Rio soundtrack. Uh, that are like Duran Duran. Her name is Rio, and she dances on the sand. My God, I I just had a glimpse into what your stripper song would be. Oh yeah, oh yeah, getting a little pre. We're gonna get some pre. Uh, are we gonna, oh, all right, so we got to go block, yeah. and then um, and we'll get some more sights and sounds. Uh, Adam's got one. And, uh, I got my own. It's a little bit smaller, but just the dressing room. Now, guys, Adam and um, Brad have a podcast together. It's called... Oh, I'm just going to sit there. It's called uh, About Last Night, and it's like one of the most popular podcasts. Uh, it's incredible. It like, blows my podcast. That, well, that is not true, and I will be the, I will be the first to say that. No? No. I mean, the guest lineup is pretty yeah. solid on both. The lineup... Barry, you want to join us? Yes, where do you want me? You want me right here, yeah. What have you done for people interviewing you or you interviewing That's a great question. Wow, I thought I was going to be running this podcast, but I think... Uh, well, what you don't know uh, about uh, your pops is that Barry is our most uh, favorited and most highly uh, recommended and suggested and welcomed back guest on our podcast. Swear to God, tell him. This is totally true. Uh, everyone always t- tweets and texts about the knowledge that it, that is Barry Katz. So now, Barry, you've been to these specials. I, th- this is my second one. You've been here a thousand times. Do you do you still get 
excited? Do you still get like the goosebumps? I get excited not for myself. I'm very bored inside with myself, <laughs> but I get really excited for the artist because for you, it's like it, it's just so exciting to see all you've worked hard for. You've been working on this material for so long, and you've been, let's face it, trial and error. Even three months ago, when I said there might be a special in order, you said, I don't think I'm ready. Not ready. I, I said I'm not ready yet. And, yeah, they wanted to shoot this back almost in December or November or I think it was even October. But, uh, yeah, it, like, yeah, and I, I just was like, I'm close, but I'm not there. And then, like you said, even three months later, uh, the divine uh, lightning bolt of creativity hit me and by that I mean I wrote like two more dick jokes and uh, then I was good that's really what propels any comedian uh, yeah. to the awareness of I'm ready yeah. how could I if I can only talk about my dick for five more minutes I will have a solid hour it's yeah. solid now, I want to know just because this is special number two so and can't talk. I don't have that much to talk about when it comes to my <laughs> my, my, my thing down there <laughs> Oh, boy. Um, well, you know what? Maybe this is an opportunity, Barry, to shun all those naysayers and tweet your first uh, cat's dick pic. I'm one naysayer. That's the problem. Uh, well, I want to know two things. Brad, uh, from your uh, perspective, special number two, like I asked you uh, before, um, relating it to my Seahawks, making it to a second Super Bowl and not being nervous because they've been... All right. Uh, those Seahawks fans can take this moment to please punch themselves in the dick and then walk out of the room. Uh, no, yeah, boo. Uh, I, get, I get that. Um, so, do you number two? Like, what are the um, what are the what, what do you what do you think people are going to get different than they didn't get in the first one? Well, uh, hopefully, because uh, right when I ran up on stage for the the first special, I had I had a, I had a moment where I kind of stopped and looked around. and was like, oh, there's a camera. On a crane, there's that camera. There's there's there there's my family right there. The entire audience is lit, which is not usual for comedians, but for the TV, it has it kind of has to be. Uh, but now those things aren't going to spook me. Uh, those things I'm expecting that. Uh, although when I am uh, talking about said penis uh, with my mother in the second row, because yeah, uh, you mentioned during the warm up, you go, okay, this is why I'll be doing this and. There's a there's a vocal warm up they do to test the microphones and so Brad's talking to the mic walking around the stage getting a feel for it and you're saying all right this is what I'll do this here then I'll walk here then I'll say this dick joke then my mom will look at me like that and shake her head right <laughs> yeah right up front. yeah 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 they're right they're right up front now when I started stand up and my and my parents would come see me I actually would do a signal I would like touch my ear and that would cue my mom hey I'm gonna start talking about sex jokes right now so now leave yeah get out and because uh, the first time I did some jokes of that nature in front of her, it was at the Bray Improv, and I did jokes like that. And then from the back, you you just hear, ah! <laughs> and that was very clear that that was my mom. Just like, ah! just like and so I think I haunted her dreams for a good few years after that. I, I don't know if she's had enough vodka to, to uh, men in black mind meld that thing away. So, uh, yeah. There is going to be now, like, material too different from... Uh, can, we, can we do five more? Yeah? Thanks, Scotty. Um, that's Scott Montoya, the man yeah. making this... Uh, just pull this pubic hair off the... Uh, Sweet God. Sorry, it's really long. Uh, <laughs> like, some people have a playoff beard. I go playoff pubic hair. By the way, I will be isolating that piece of audio from Barry Katz. <laughs> can I just pull that pubic hair off real quick? That, yeah. That's going to be my new ringtone. <laughs> 
and you will be able to sell. Yeah. It's like incredible. I mean, has anybody commented on? The- they have a microphone that's like, or it's got colors not found in nature. It's like the brightest orange. That's bro- wow. hey, that's Bronco orange, Barry. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. What if this was the first time Barry ever saw the color orange, and we had that captured? That would, uh, oh, totally sense. those are dope socks. Yeah. Um, you got them? Where'd you get? Where'd you get the orange socks at? I forget Sports Authority. I think we got those. Like where you got this mic shield. <laughs> well, uh, that's a Sports Authority that is not yet sponsoring this podcast, but uh, they sure as hell can. If you want this piece of audio in? Please send fifty dollars to at Adam Raycox. <laughs> Holy shit, we're cheap. Uh, you know why I'm excited about seeing this? Because I, it's exciting seeing you next to him. Yeah. Do you know why? Why? Because you're next. Oh man. Ooh. Next man up. All right. Yeah. Well, it's like all right. You know that scene. Did you did did you see the first uh, did did you see the first Iron Man? Yes. Okay. There's a scene when uh, Terrence Howard is running to go help Tony Stark or whatever, and he looks back and he sees the silver war machine suit suit of armor, and he pauses for a second. And he goes, "Next time," and that's you. Wow. That's you right now. Good like Terrence Howard, by the way. Really? What's that? Good Terrence Howard? I don't know. Next time, my empire. I want to leave it to my children. This this empire, but uh, so yeah. Now now now, do you look at this theater, Adam Ray, and be like, yeah, I definitely want something like this. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I, this is uh, you know, you can't help but get giddy from the entire experience, and yeah. uh, you know, watching how you know what I noticed first of all, just from this whole thing, is just how like comfortable you are with every like you just mentioned, like every like having this many people around right now, like you know, twenty minutes before showtime, you're just yeah. so uh, yeah. locked in and basically just like waiting to hit the stage, yeah. and that definitely uh, seeing that comfort level um, makes me uh, pumped to see it but then also I'm taking note to be like oh yeah like this is uh, definitely something that I want to happen in the near future uh, now really quick before we wrap up um, material wise there's going to be a lot of family talk in this one yeah. and you've mentioned to me that it could get a little sentimental at, at points Yeah. Uh, if anyone listened to my appearance on uh, Barry's podcast The Industry Standard uh, I talked about the family not doing the jokes but and then I started I got emotional on, on, on that podcast I've I've never cried on on another podcast, just yours. And that's because he hasn't watched All Dogs Go to Heaven on a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good one. Uh, Yeah. Oh man. Uh, So when I'm this, I'm doing material about my dad and what he went through uh, fighting cancer, and this is gonna be the first time that he's ever seen that material, and he's gonna be in the in the second row. That is unbelievable. Yeah, so I don't know. Uh, have you thought about that moment? Just, I mean, I w- lock eyes with him. You can try to avoid looking at him, or are you going to call attention to him? I woke up at three o'clock in the morning uh, today, and that was my thought yeah. of I'm going to have to look down and see my dad while I'm doing this material that sometimes just performing it out in Cincinnati, Ohio, that my family is nowhere near. I've teared up then, yeah. so I I don't know what I'm going to do when I see. My, and to have his brother, like my uncle, right next to him, and then other family members and family friends that have gone through this entire thing with us, now seeing it uh, portrayed up on stage, it's good. It, it, it's I, I can't tell you what's going to happen. Yeah, um, Barry, uh, close this out for us. All right, this is I don't know how many specials you have been a part of, but it's a lot. Probably over thirty. Over thirty. That's a lot. Um, Brad is uh, your boy, and what? Uh, what do you? I mean, he knows what to do. He's a pro, but uh, 
but uh, you obviously, I'm sure, have some uh, just tidbits of, of knowledge that you would like. What, what do you say to somebody like this who's just who's ready to go? You almost feel like you don't need to say anything, but you want to say something. Well, it's like when you look in the locker room of the Patriots and you're sitting across from Tom Brady, you know, you don't really have to tell him what to do. But I think one of the things I always love is when somebody's doing stand up is people think that they're going fast, you know, and then even when they think they're going slow, they're not going so slow. So I always say when you're doing a special, if you think you're going too slow, go slower because it's like people there's so much laughter to embrace when you're in like a 1400 seat theater as opposed to a comedy club the joke that he does that kills there will get like 10 and 12 more seconds of applause and you don't want to step on those applause and he's already going to do everything that i talk about which is creating holy shit moments and being undeniable so what are we worried about you know everybody's going to stand you know people are going to be emotional and you know it's going to be a great night and um and he's got his best friend next to him to uh, to watch it all and to be support. Hell yeah! And Barry's referring to the bottle of Jack Daniels that is uh, that is also right. in the room. Uh, by the way, if you're playing the Barry Cats drinking game at home, he said undeniable and holy shit moments. So drink six and eight <laughs> respectively. Uh, Brad, we're all pumped for you. Yep. You look fucking incredible. You're, you're wearing maroon pants, maroon purple. Maroon purple, uh, in, in inspired by Adam Ray. Thank you. I just wanted to get that on record because for the longest time you made fun of my purple pants, and then I lost them, which I think was kind of a sign from God, being like, "Hey, I don't want you to have to take this verbal abuse anymore. I will lose the pants for you." But you look amazing, and you're gonna kill it. Um, Thanks, man. Uh, I'm excited, and uh, we'll talk to you guys after I get off stage. If you get off stage, what if you have so much fun? fun? This is a fucking nine-hour special. Uh, yeah, this is gonna be the Rip Van Winkle of specials. <laughs> Subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast. Give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice. 
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.